November 3rd, 2022, we're in Masechet Sanhedrin, and Daf Ayin He Amud Aleph, we're in, of course, the uh, next Perek, the ninth Perek, and uh, we'll start again in the middle, uh, so that's the bottom half of the page, the middle of the three quarters of the way down, right in the middle of the line where the Gemara says, Minahane Mile. We began, we read this Beraita yesterday, but the Gemara is going to today, as we began even realizing and uh, reading yesterday, the Gemara is going to dissect this Beraita. So it's worth returning to it. The Beraita starts with those words, or rather the Gemara starts with those words, introducing the Beraita. And really what the Gemara is asking is, the Mishnah mentioned, if you recall, several relations which are not only forbidden, but the Mishnah is telling us what their death penalty is. Uh, what are, what's the death penalty we're dealing with over here? It's the death penalty, mitat serefa. And the Mishnah, if you recall, mentioned there's primary mitat serefa. And what I mean by primary is, that which is mentioned explicitly in the Torah. What's that? Haba al isha ubita. The Gemara had two interpretations as to exactly what that meant. At the very least, it's a mention of mother-in-law over there with regards to relations with mother-in-law bringing forth death penalty of serefa. The Mishnah continued and it said, yesh bichlal isha ubita, included in that uh, prohibited relations, meaning that which will derive and that's the way the Chachamim will oftentimes learn halachot. You have an initial mention in the Torah, and then you have the Midocha Torah Nidreshit Bahem. You're going to have different ways of extrapolating laws from a primary explicit text. So the Torah says X. Over here, the X is that mother in law is prohibited. Yes? Yeah. No problem. Isha You want to say mother in law, you don't say the woman and her daughter. Married one. I, I, I have to agree with you. It was for that reason the Gemara believed Isha means mother-in-law. Bita is a ref, it just means the mother of mother-in-law, and Bita means yeah, mother-in-law. It's it's the, it's the, and the other version of and the other version of the Gemara was to change the words a bit, if you recall. And the Gemara had, you know, it's, it's uh, uh, what were the words for Rava? Uh, excuse me, the Gemara says, Where am I? According to Rava, it's But you're right, the language is difficult. Uh, that's, and as a result, was suggesting, according to Abaye, which is the mother in law, and the mother, we start with the mother in law's mother and the mother in law. Anyway, so that's that our beraita. You know, that, thanks for beginning the confusion, Nathan. Uh, a, no, no, of course, of course. And the beraita over here will explain to us how those extra laws, what extra laws are derived with regards to the serefa. The next laws in the Mishnah, the, what were they? Bito, bat bito, bat beno, bat ishto, bat bita, bat bena, hamoto, em hamoto, em hamiv, those are the next words. Says the Gemara, minahane mile, from where are these words, meaning these halachot derived from ditanur rabbanan, the beraita cites initially, uh, let's call it the primary text, the foundational pasuk. Ish asheikah et isha, 
In other words, that's the way Nathan says he's, he's comfortable with it. A woman and her mother, right? That's, that's a, as opposed to Isha Ubita. A woman and her mother is a clear reference over there to the mother-in-law of, in other words, the mother of your wife. What I see in the Pasuk is that the woman, and in turn, her mother-in-law specifically are prohibited, is prohibited to you. How do I know furthermore, Bat Isha, Bat Bita, uh, the daughter of your wife, whether it's the stepdaughter or it's the daughter you had together, but bita has a reference to the granddaughter from her, from your wife, ubat bita, ubat bena, and granddaughter through son of your wife, Minayin. How do I know that those two get the death penalty of Seretha? Not per se that they're prohibited, as Jesse pointed out. It's not to say that we don't have Azhara, independent of what we're going to talk about over here, which is Onesh. It means, how do I know that their death penalty is Serefa? How do I know so? Says the, says the Beraita, Ne'emar kanzima, ve'ne'emar lehalanzima. The Torah, in two contexts, use this word to describe what that uh, action is. And what's the, words that, the word that describes it? It's that it's zima. So the Torah describes the word zima first and foremost in the pasuk that is our foundational pasuk. Zimahi, the Torah says. And it says, furthermore, in the pasuk afterwards, says the Gemara, the pasuk says, um, the pasuk says, uh, uh, furthermore, mentions this, Ervat isha ubita lo et bat bena, et bat bita lo and that pasuk is talking about a woman and her daughter, but furthermore, batbena, the granddaughter, batbita, granddaughter from her daughter, in that pasuk as well, it says zima. So if it mentions the word zima explicitly in the context of serefa, by mother-in-law, and it mentions it as well, the word zima, not in the context of serefa, but it does mention in the context of prohibited relations, all those other ones that we mentioned, we link the two together. It's called Gezerah Shavah, this word Zima. Malehalan bita, ubat bita, ubat bena, afkan bita, ubat bita, ubat bena. It tells you that all of these relations are included under the heading of mitat serefa. Says the Beraita, minayin, uh, mysteriously, minayin la'asot zecharim kenekevot. How do you know that males are like females? Again, this is not explained what this means. The Gemara will return in just a moment to ask what this means. Again, but I just want to <coughs> mention very clearly again what's taking place in this Beraita. We're developing the Gezerah Shava, the Gezerah Shava, which began with that Pasuk that we mentioned, Isha Sheikha Shavet Imma, it has the word Zima over there, and then we have another Pasuk not telling us about Serefa, where it mentions the word Zima in the context of all of those other relatives who come from your wife uh, being prohibited to tell you that they're all prohibited with the death penalty of Serefa. The Beraita continues, how do you know that Zikhari males are like females? Minayin la'asot, says the Beraita, Ne'emar kan Zima ve'ne'emar lehalan Zima ma'lehalan Zikharim kenekevot, afkan Zikharim kenekevot, Says so the Beraita, it's from the same Gezerah Shavah, the fact that the Pasuk says Zima in both circumstances. Again, not fully clear what we're talking about. What male and female are we equating? I understand the two Pesukim, the two contexts. The idea that by the mother in law it says Zima tells you Serefa. Over there, there's something about male and female. And so too, in the circumstance of the children and grandchildren. It's male and female. We'll have to figure that out. Furthermore, says the Beraita, How do I know that the up and the down are equivalent? Or rather, the down and the up are the same. What happens to the mother-in-law? Does she give her a guy who got 
what happens to the woman in each of these circumstances? They're burnt. They're burnt as well? Yeah. He gets burnt too? Our Mishnah is telling us the Eloheim and it's the man who's having the relations. That's very clear. Not so sure. Which circumstance? Which Isha? No, no such thing. Same thing. Same thing. In other words, uh, you, uh, when we talk about haba, I'm just saying we're talking about the male. We're not talking about seduction or rape over here. We're talking about consensual. Says, says the Gemara, How do I know that the bottom is like the top? Again, not fully clear what we're talking about. It says the word zima both in both of these circumstances. The same way by the mother-in-law pasuk. Lemata is kelemala. Somehow below is like above. Avkan lemata kelemala. Makan lemala kelemata. And the same way above is like below. Av lehalan lemala kelemata. Again, the Beraita doesn't explain what we mean over there. Well, that's okay. The Beraita is not. Uh, ironically, you imagine when we get to Torah Baalpeh, Mishnayot and Beraitot, everything will be clear. You had Torah Bichtav, somewhat mysterious. Mishnah is going to explain everything. Kesamla, it's going to be something that's fully clear. Not always so. The Beraita, the Mishnah was meant and purpose to be recited by heart. And in turn, there's an oral tradition on the oral tradition. So you'll find this all the time. It's what all of Gemara is. Gemara is not only uh, expanding, uh, Gemara is elucidating. It's, uh, it's interpreting Mishnayot. All right, so that's what we have over here. Uh, it can't, it can't be, because we have the two Pesukim, and it's saying the same way, over there, it's Lemata and Lema'ala, so so to over here, it's Lemata and Lema'ala. You're right, sometimes you'll have, I just taught it yesterday, so over there, it's talking about a word that's above in Pesukim, and a word that's below in Pesukim, but over here, we know the two Pesukim, it's Zima and Zima, and it says, so it says, by the first Zima, it says, Lemata and Lema'ala are the same, so to Zima, uh, the other one, so it, it's, you can't argue that way. I have to have something internally above and below, as the Gemara will help us with it a bit. It doesn't. It doesn't. That will be that you're only only strengthening the mist, you know, only 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 making it more mysterious. What are we talking about, male? Says the Gemara, okay, let's deal with those points. First and foremost, Amar Mor. Again, Amar Mor returns us back to a statement that was mentioned earlier that requires first further uh, uh, explanation. Ask the Gemara quite simply and clearly. What do those words mean? What does it mean that males are equated to females? Maybe this is what it refers to. Bat bena. Kebat bita. Perhaps the, it, it's telling you that the son, which, excuse me, the grandson which comes from the woman, the wife's daughter, is the same as the grand, excuse me, the granddaughter which comes from the woman, the wife's daughter, is equivalent to, is the same as the status with regards to serefa, prohibition with death penalty of burning in a situation where it's from the woman's son. Uh, says the Gemara, but wait a second, can you read the Pasuk for me? The Pasuk, I'll read for you. Ervat Isha Ubita Lotigale et Bat Bena et Bat Bita Lotikah Legalot Ervata. Did you hear what my words in the Pasuk? I'll read it to you again. Et Bat Bena et Bat Bita. The Pasuk explicitly mentions the son of her daughter and the son of her son. I'm sorry, yes. The daughter, um, it looks like I'm going to do that all day. The daughter of her daughter and the daughter of her son. That's explicit. You're not making a derasha. Well, if it's that way over here, says the Gemara, veha, 
Um, it, it, perhaps that's the ile mabat bena kebat bita, says the Gemara. Bahade hadade ka'atyan. Says the Gemara, they come, they're derived together. There's not a dirasha um, in this circumstance uh, to, 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 to be had in order to teach this. And just read the words, Haravinu letarvayu begzera shavadatya zima zima. Says the Gemara, if that's the case, well, you're, they're, they're, you're deriving Ela, right? You're, you're deriving it explicitly. Ela im hamiv, em hamiv ke em hamoto. Perhaps instead the reference is that the derasha will teach us that the mother of your father-in-law is the same as the mother of your mother-in-law. Well, what did the Mishnah start with? The Mishnah started with Ishau Bita, which we didn't even know what it meant. But Ishau Bita certainly means a woman and her her daughter. What about your wife's father's mother? So you say you couldn't even imagine it. We say everything needs to be somehow derived. No, no, no. Why would I mean to who? What's the All right, I, I, I hear Jared says, what would the Hidush be at all? All right, I, I, I will tell you, we need it to be explicit. Uh, I'll answer something like that. There's something in Judaism where, where there's, sort of like, you know, the, the wife's mother is more... Is more the I can't think of a reason right now. I can't. And you'd say, therefore, maybe we'll make a binyanav uh, in order to derive it, uh, to which we'd answer, and on Shiminadim, we'd do something like that, but... I got you. All right, the Gemara has a more basic question. The Gemara's more basic question is, well, wait a second. We were uncertain as to how to interpret the Pasuk. After all, what does the Pasuk say? Let's go back to that Pasuk. Uh, what does the Pasuk say? If a man gets married to a woman and has relations with her mother, he never says explicitly, and her mother's mother. So he never even told me explicitly in the Pasuk that the mother's mother is prohibited. You're already telling me, not only is the mother's mother prohibited, but I'll tell you, the father's mother is prohibited as well. You can't make such a gezerashah, you can't make such a derashah, because we don't even know, and according to, as we learned earlier in the Gemara, we referenced this just a few moments ago, according to Ravah, it's not even true. Your mother's mother-in-law, your mother-in-law's mother is not prohibited to you. You're going to tell me, but I'll make a further derasha. Not only is your mother-in-law's mother prohibited, your father-in-law's mother... Oh, that, that, it's not so. And we certainly didn't even mention that in the Beraita. The Beraita, hashata, now, now, em hamoto lo kamalan, en hamiv mehaderala. You're already going uh, furthermore. And again, Jared's question would be, what do you mean? You're looking furthermore. It's not furthermore, it's identical. But okay, irrespective of your question, it's a good question in my opinion. Uh, nonetheless, point of the Gemara is that it can't be that's the interpretation to those words in the Beraita. Amar Abaye says, Abaye, I'll, I'll settle this matter. This is what those words meant. How do you know the male and female are identical? Minayin la'asot she'er haba mimenu 
kesheer haba mimenna. When we talk about um, uh, Zecharim and Nekevot, we're referring to She'er, She'er means relatives, Habamimenu Kesheer Habamimenna, which means to say when we're talking about uh, uh, descendants, is it only a descendant which comes from, is it only a child who comes from her, or is it even a child who comes from him? Uh, what sort of a child is going to come from him that's not his wife's? Well, that's what we talked about in the Mishnah. If you recall, if, if Lo'alenu, the man rapes a woman. If the man rapes a woman, what's the status going to be of the child over there? That we're calling She'er Habamimenu. That's a descendant, that's someone who's relative who comes from him. How do I know that's identical to the status of her children? After all, I'll read to you the Pasuk yet again. The Pasuk says, Erva Tisha Ubita Lo Tegale, Et Bat Bena. Who's the Pasuk referring to? The Pasuk is referring to descendants who come from this woman that you're dealing with. Maybe if it's not nothing, no relevance to her, no relevance to a wife at all. It's rather descendants who come from you, even though there's no uh, mother which is related to you. How do you know in such a circumstance that's furthermore prohibited? Says, says Abaye, that's what we're referring to. When we said Zecharim are kenekevot, we mean children and grandchildren who come not only from the woman in this relationship, but from the man in this relationship. If he raped her. If he raped her. You know, you ask a logical question, what do you want me to I, I don't know. I don't know. He yeah. says once he raped her, of course he's not going to care. The guy doesn't care. The guy's got. How's it she'er? What is she'er habamimenu? If not, if not so, I mean. He says illicit relation is also. I, 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 I mean, I, I'll be honest with you, I stole it from Rashi, but you're, you know, as you say, why Anu Satal, read together with me Rashi, but you're right, I, I understand your question. Says Rashi on the left hand side, Amar Abaye, hi, when we mentioned Zecharim Nekevot, who's it referring to? Alav Ve'alishtokamar, when we refer to male and female, it's referring to he and her with regards to the man and his wife, right? In other words, it's saying not only her descendants, meaning the wife's descendants, but his as well. And this is what it meant to say. How do we know that descendants who come from him, the relatives from him, Bito, his daughter, Ubat Beno, and granddaughter from his son, Ubat Bito, and granddaughter from his daughter, Me'anusato, from a woman that he raped, it's not a part of the Pasuk, and the Pasuk says a woman and her daughter. We're talking about a woman who got married to. Over there, we're talking about his wife, whom he's married to. And, you know, and then he quotes the Gemara Nivamot, which t- teaches us that. I, I understand, Teddy. I, maybe, maybe by extension, Teddy says, why are you only talking about um, Anusato? Why not talk about children who came from illicit relations as well, or allegedly illicit relations? Because if it was illicit, he would have been put to death. Um, maybe, yeah, whereas in Onus, not necessarily. If she was Pinuya, he's not being put to death. Maybe that's the reason why. If it was actual illicit relations, he's dead already. Because there weren't witnesses. Yeah, yeah, so that's why I said alleged. alleged. Okay, I, so by extension, yes, I'll, I'll accept. And the reason I, slash Rashi, really Rashi, only mentioned Anusato, we're talking about 
easier case, even when the, under all circumstances, I knew Sato. Anyway, says the Gemara, Amara Baye Hacheka Amar, Minayin Laasot She'er Haba Mimenu Kesher Haba Mimena, Neemar Kanzima, Neemar Lehananzima, Vehule, says the Gemara, I still have a problem. Vehabi She'er Dide La Kitiva Bezima. After all, I get now you translated the words. It's telling me not only her descendants, but his descendants as well. Just describe it accordingly. Where do you see that in the Pesukim? We have two Pesukim. Each one of the Pesukim mentioned the word Zima. Great. Now let's uh, dig in. What do the Pesukim say? Well, the first Pesuk is talking about a mother-in-law. All right. Mother-in-law Zima. Terrible. Serefa. Okay, I'm going to learn from that to a case of descendants. And that Pesuk only talks about female descendants. Descendants from the wife. So where did you come up with this? Well, so it's a beautiful interpretation, Abaye, in a vacuum, but now plug it into the Pesukim. Pesukim, which are my proof texts for this, says Ziman, it says Zima, to teach you not only his, her descendants, but his descendants. It doesn't say that anywhere. It's one thing if it's said in one of those two cases, ask the Gemara, the Habisha'er Lakitiva Bezima. The Torah never says the word Zima in the context of his descendants. Uh, be it uh, because he raped a woman, or he has uh, illicit relations, uh, even more, t- uh, just as terrible. Says the Gemara, Amar Rava, Amar li Rav Yitzhak bar Avudimi, Atya Henna Henna, Atya Zima Zima. So this is one of those, not so rare, but rare occasions in the Gemara where we do a threefold linking of Pesukim. We go from one Pasuk to the next Pasuk, and then in turn we link it to another Pasuk. How so? Well, I'll start you with our third pasuk. The third pasuk goes as follows. It says, Don't have relations with a woman and her daughter. Wrong pasuk. This pasuk. No, wrong pasuk as well. There it is. Thank you. Ervat bat bincha o bat bitecha lo tegale. All right, you got it? Don't have relations with your granddaughter from your son or your granddaughter from your daughter. Ervat lo tegale ervatan. Don't have those relations. Ki ervatecha, says the pasuk, henna. And it ends with the word henna. All right, that's the mention of that word henna. Now we have that word henna in yet another occurrence. We have another circumstance where we have that word henna in the context of wrongful relations. What's that? Pasuk, ervat isha ubita. So again, the first pasuk was talking about grandchildren. Doesn't tell you punishment. Just tells you don't have those relations. Uses this mysterious word henna. Then I have a pasuk which also doesn't tell you death penalty. It just tells you don't do it. Ervat isha ubita lotigale et bat benavet bat bita lotikach legalot ervata. That's talking about descendants from her, your grandchildren, granddaughters from the woman. Sha'ara henna zimahi. That pasuk again says henna. So what we did is we linked up his descendants, his granddaughters, and her granddaughters with the word henna. That's our stage one in this. Now, when we noticed her descendants, her grandchildren, it said the word as well, zima. That word zima links us into our initial pasuk. What was the initial pasuk? It was by mother-in-law. What did the pasuk by mother-in-law say? If you have relations with your mother-in-law, you get put to death with serefas. As the Gemara, well, that's what's going on over here. The Beraita implicitly assumes you know the other pasuk. So the Beraita goes as follows. It starts off and it tells you, how do I know all these relations 
are prohibited in Gatzerefa, right? I have a Gezerah Shavav Zima Zima. How do I know? Furthermore, Zicharim are Kenekevot, which means to say descendants who come from him without Kiddushin, without proper marriage and engagement, are equivalent, are identical in punishment, meaning they get Zerefa just like the ones who come from her. Well, says the Beraita, I have a Gezerah Shavah, same one. One second, the same one won't prove anything. I don't have, there's, there's no Zima written by his descendants. That's, you don't have such a thing. No, explains the Gemara. You have the word Henna, which links you into her descendants. You have the word Zima by her descendants, which links you into the initial Pasuk, which was by mother-in-law, where you had Zima. What did it say by mother-in-law? Serefa. That's what we did over here. Why do you need to do all these acrobatics at all if you can just derive it from the actual Pasuk? Where does it say that you get serifa? This is not none of this is barazara. This is all about onish. That is prohibited. Of course, it's prohibited. How do you know what the death penalty is? That's all these acrobatics are for that. Because again, I'm going to tell you again that all these women are prohibited to men and women are prohibited. That we know. What's the death penalty? We only have it explicit by mother-in-law, at best. What is the difference between Elvat and Ikaf? At the end of the day, isn't it the same thing? Um, like our, don't we learn a punishment or, or you know, everything else from there? So it sounds like different acts in the process. He's asking why the Torah describes it in such a way. Why does the Torah sometimes say, Lotikach? Why does the Torah more often say, Elvata, you know, don't be Megale Elvata? It sounds like there's no act. I would say with the opposite. To be megaleh erva means to do the action. Kiha might be, but I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You'd have to. I, I, I'm, and off the top of my head, I don't remember the Gemara asking, but it doesn't mean that the Gemara doesn't elsewhere. All right, anyway, so that's what we have over here with regards to this. Now says the Gemara, all right, now I have to go back to the next part of the mysterious Biraita. Amar Mor, six lines from the top. Minayin la'asot nemata kilema'ala. How do you know that the bottom is like the top? Again, keep in mind what our two pesukim are, our two zima pesukim. The zima pasuk by mother-in-law, the zima pasuk by, um, by your wife's children and grandchildren. And in each of them we're saying it's the same halacha that they get serefa. And then we dealt with zecharim kinekevot, but then it says, how do you know that the bottom is like the top in both of them? What does it mean the bottom is like the top? Maybe what it means to say is, the following, that bat bena u bat bita kibita. Maybe it's a reference to the fact that the granddaughters are the same as the daughters. So when we say lemata kilemala, we mean the later descendants, the third generation, are like second generation. That's the question. That's all it's asking. It's like, how do you know that third generation is the same as second generation? Beautiful question, says the Gemara on this one, Teddy. Says the Gemara again, The Pasuk mentions them in tandem. Pasuk says again, Next words, Pasuk says not only can you not have those relations with the daughter, but with the granddaughter you can't either. And then the Pasuk concludes, That's Zima. Why would you have thought it's, a, it's not a separate uh, der- derivation over here? It's not, well, I learned the daughter had, you know, even the granddaughter, Ozima. It's the exact same thing. It's the same Pasuk. Pasuk says daughter and granddaughter, whether from son or from the daughter of this wife, is prohibited. It's Zima. Zima links into mother in law, tells me that it's Serefa. Elat rather says the Gemara, maybe it's going in the opposite direction. It goes like this Em Hamiv ve Em Hamoto 
kahamoto. Maybe the derasha goes as follows. The same way I learned by the woman that you're looking at her descendants, I'm saying that even third generation is prohibited. What do I mean by third generation? The woman, her daughter and granddaughter, all prohibited. Zima. So too the pasuk which says a woman and her daughter, which we assume is only two generations, meaning the woman and mother-in-law, how do I know even another generation up? And yes, Jared, over here we just throw it in. We say both mother-in-law from both mother-in-law's mother and father-in-law's mother. How do I know third generation with regards to going up on the wife's side is prohibited with a mitah of serefa? Says the Gemara, it's a nice interpretation. It would be very, uh, very parallel. You'd say the same way. Third generation in terms of children, in terms of descendants, are are equivalent, are the same. So too, third generation in terms of ancestors are the same as well. And it doesn't read properly. No, woman, daughter, granddaughter. I'm told, calling granddaughter third generation. Great, great, great granddaughter's out. Um, so, so too over here. It's woman, mother-in-law, mother of mother-in-law. Woman, father-in-law. Excuse me, wife, father-in-law, and mother of father-in-law. Says the Gemara. Maybe that's what it means. It's a beautiful interpretation. It works very nice, except the words don't work properly. Because if that were the case, Really what you're doing over here is you're saying that we're moving up just like we moved down. The same way we were willing to say you go down three generations, so too you should go up three generations. But those weren't the words. The words were, how do I know that I go down the same way that I go up and so the words don't match. Answers the Gemara on this question, Rarely, but not too rarely, the Gemara will, will modify the words. Says the Gemara, the words in the Beraita need to be fixed. The words should be, instead of the bottom should be the same as the top, going down should be the same as going up. It should say going up should be the same as going down. Which means to say the interpretation then, the first interpretation of the Gemara with regards to how do I know that lemata and lemala, all that business, what's the answer, what's the explanation? It's to tell you that even three generations up is prohibited and comes with a mitav serifa. How are you learning that? The Torah says the word zima in two places. It says zima by mother and mother-in-law. It says the word zima by daughter, granddaughter. I mean, third generation, same way over there, th- third generation, we're learning that that's serifa, so too we take the fact that it's third generation and we're applying that to mother-in-law. Three generations can always be three generations. Who said? The grandfather to the granddaughter, the granddaughter, uh, son to the grandmother, isn't it always the same? No, over here you're dealing with the man and the, and the woman is the generation, the in-laws. Says the Gemara, Iha'che, Iha'che, if this is so, Ne'emar kan Ne'emar lehalan Says the Gemara, if this were really the case, I still have a problem because you're telling me that we're deriving this from this zima zima. Umahashata inhi la ketiva, zima ditu ketiva. She herself, says the Gemara, is not written. Are you telling me that the zima, meaning the serefa, is going to be applied. In other words, what the Gemara is suggesting is uh, over here with regards to this question, uh, I'm not fully certain, says the Gemara, how you could be applying this. You're taking a a step further. The the mother of your father-in-law, the mother of your mother-in-law 
is never is that is never in the pesukim. It's never mentioned in the pesukim. So now, uh, what you're trying to do over here is you're trying to not only apply a warning. You're trying to apply a punishment as well. So you say, well, if the punishment by that one is serefa, so then the punishment by the mother of the mother-in-law and the mother of the father-in-law is serefa. But I don't even know that the mother of the father-in-law and the mother of the mother-in-law is prohibited. So hashata imhi laketiva, the very prohibition is not in the Torah. Zimaditu, meaning the punishment and saying it's an abomination, it's terrible, and you're getting serefa. Ketiva, that's what's written, how you're deriving punishment before and without any warning. To fit this neatly, all we're asking is with regards to when the Torah mentions this, I know it doesn't talk about the mother of the father. I know we didn't get a warning of the uh, mother, the mother of the father-in-law, mother of the mother-in-law. But what I can tell you is, if I'm going to neatly apply these two, I'm going to say when it talks about mother-in-law, it means the mother-in-law plus one. It means go up three generations. So to that way, uma be'onesh asa lemata kilemala afda azhara name asa lemala kilemata suggests abaye. In turn, if that's the way I'm applying it, I'm no longer deriving a warning. I'm assuming a warning because I'm looking at the parallel between these texts and in turn saying, if I'm paralleling these two texts, assuming there's three generations, I apply as well the, the, the punishment and that's the mitav serefa. All right, that's what the Gemara has done with regards to all of this. The Gemara has got a little bit more <coughs> with regards to dealing with these words over here. It says the Gemara just a bit more. Says Ravashe, I'm going to uh, I'm going to maintain the words as we had it earlier. Keep in mind, we flipped the words at this point. We were saying this is teaching us that the up is like the bottom. Remember, we're applying upward three generations, just like we are applying downward three generations. It's an wrong. It says it as it was supposed to say. The same way we're applying downwards, we're making lemata. We're making lemala. Excuse me. Lemata kilemala, making downward just like upward. How so? Downward, you mentioned three generations. It's upward where you didn't mention it. Umay lemata, what does it mean? Lemata, lemata biisur. We're referring to, quote unquote, lower level, more removed from, uh, from severity of, of uh, prohibition, of isur. Uh, what does that mean? It means that uh, we're applying, even though, in truth, we're going upward, we're saying not only your mother-in-law, but your mo- the mother of your mother-in-law, the further away from the direct relation, the less, the less severe it is. So as a result, even though I'm going up in generations, I'll call that going down in severity. So the words of the Beraita then are, how do I know that even as I go down in severity, it's still prohibited. What's going down in severity? I move further away from your wife, but I'm going upward. Yeah, that's called going down. What do you mean that's called going down? It's going down in terms of Isur. How do I know? So, uh, what's that? The connection, the connection is weaker. That's right. So I'm saying the same thing, says Rav Asher, but I could read it into the words. You don't need to change the words. The lemata lemala flip them. I'll read it like this. Umay lemata lemata be isur. That's what Rav Asher. Ima hi em ima asura afhu em imo asur. Says the Gemara furthermore. Says the Gemara she em ima asura afhu 
um, imo asur. Okay, I guess we'll we'll come back to this next time. We'll continue. Uh, we have uh, just please come back tomorrow, and uh, I promise we're going to try to conclude this uh, in uh, the properly fashion. Then Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen. Amen.